0: the show for thursday may 3rd 2018 welcome to this is only a test the official podcast of tested.com Welcome to a very special edition of This is Only a Test. We are post-war. We're in the post-war era. The post-Infinity War era. Mm. Yeah. So, let's get things out of the way. We are definitely going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War at some point in this podcast, but because we'll probably be diving into spoiler territory, we're actually going to save that for the end of the show so you don't have to skip around. That was a listener request. It's a good one. It is. Smart. Good Good tip. It won't always happen. Sometimes we just can't wait to get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, but uh, for this episode, we'll wait for the end. Um, but do you want to see how, how are you guys doing? I, I can't wait to talk about the movie, to be honest with you, because I, <laughs> I just saw it okay for the
1: first time, um, and, and it's fresh in my mind. So mm. I, I'm looking
2: forward to that discussion in an hour or so. Okay. I also just saw it for the fifth time <laughs> in five days. Well, you're on track. My pace is slowing. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, is that it for you? I don't know. Maybe not. Okay, All right, we'll get into it later.
0: Top story this week. All right, we are uh, kind of doing everything backwards this week. We're going to talk about spoilers at the end of the podcast, and we're talking about VR at the beginning of the podcast because as we're recording this, today is actually the first day of the Facebook uh, conference, F8. And uh, regardless of what we have had to say about the Facebook privacy policies, and there's a lot still to figure out, a lot to say, and, and we have definitely have lots of thoughts on that, uh, they're also uh, they, they're releasing products. And <laughs> yeah. so we can talk about those products at the same time as criticizing some of their privacy policies. If you were at F8, you got one of those products. Yes. You? Yes, you did. Uh, it launched today as a recording this on Tuesday, uh, the Oculus Go. We have one here. Yeah, uh, we've actually uh, our review is up on on YouTube and on the site. Uh, we've been using this unit for about a week, and well, what do we have to say? Should we recap some of the things we talked about in the review? You know, I'm sure
1: not everybody knows what it is. It's a, real briefly. It is a three DOF headset, right? So three degree of freedom. It means you can look around in any direction. You can't move in any direction. It's not positionally tracked, but it's also two hundred dollars and it's all-inclusive it's an all-in-one headset it yeah. doesn't need a computer there's no tether it's battery-powered you take it wherever you want you throw it on and you can look around in VR spaces play basic games with the controller with a one handheld controller mm-hmm. and watch uh, media which I think is probably the most compelling use for it
0: yeah I mean I think the first time we used it was at GDC obviously it was announced uh, last year at, at Connect, and um, I think we kind of knew, based on what they told us about the product, what the kind of experiences that mm-hmm. we would be using on it, being desktop VR users and having some experience with the mobile VR, with the Gear VR, right. and the Daydream. And we knew this was going to be like like Gear VR, like Daydream, except maybe easier to use and, of course, definitely cheaper. Uh, as you started to use this, Jeremy, did any of your opinions or preconceptions change? Well... When I first used it at GDC, I was impressed by the quality of the
1: visuals. Mm. I think it, it has a higher resolution screen than the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive, and and the optics are what they call next generation. They just seem a little bit clearer, less prone to God rays, and I I was impressed by that. I was also happy that they were able to, you know, get a few more frames per second than sixty. There's a seventy-two hertz option in there. Yep. I think that does make a difference.
0: And you know, the Gear VR was already sixty hertz, and with their their uh, time warp, you know, asynchronous time warp. They were they were smoothing all their frames out anyway. Yeah, it was it was. I think
1: it was fine. I, as someone who you know has followed that iOS path ever since two thousand and seven, and never gone the Samsung route, mm. I was always curious about the Gear VR space. Mm. You know, I, I love VR. I've been have I've adopted every major platform that there is. So but except that one, except so for mobile. I was curious about that and I wanted to see what there is. So now this is an opportunity for iPhone users to see that for the first time.
2: I I was never a fan of the Gear, gear VR mostly because of the fact that you have to pop your phone into it. Right. And there was something about that step that fe- feels unnatural. Yeah. That always felt, you know, it, you know, just a bizarre sort of human interaction with a device. So I was excited about this purely from the Standpoint of like just put it on self contained, it, it was a
0: clumsy setup to yeah. pop open a cover, even at the daydream. Like, that's one of the reasons Google had this soft cover which just velcro it on it or like, tie a rubber bandit on, essentially. And you never felt like the phone was made for that, you no, know? No. Like, yeah, and like because you're using the phone, you're touching the screen constantly, and so you have to wipe the screen down here. You don't have to do that. And the other thing I would say is also the controller. So, the biggest thing. I don't mind three degrees of freedom when I know the type of content I'm going into. When right. I know that I'm gonna go into lean back watching videos or playing a simple game made for the mobile VR experience. Um, but the thing I've missed were my hands. And I think the controller does a good job of being a three degree of freedom controller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking earlier about how you know there's a gyro, there's an accelerometer here. The, the IK, it does that limited information. Is good, they never try to represent your hands, mm-hmm. but your rotation with the with the um, the controller looks like the rotation you see in the the game world. They do some the similar
1: IK with your neck in the video app, where if you mm. tilt your head, it actually moves the camera left and right a little bit, yeah. so you can peer around the chairs, so it l- does
0: it all that it can, right, right, uh, but it's one-handed only. Yep, um, I do like that there is a trigger on this guy. It's not an analog trigger; it's just a, a, an action trigger. No capacitive touch, though. No capacitive touch on that, so you can't do any of in, inference. And so, I know it comes down to they needed to make something that was two hundred dollars. It was
1: all about that price point.
0: Do I, you need capacitive touch though? Well, it I helps. felt like limited hand presence, even with just yeah. one hand letting you know you're pointing at something. right? It's gonna make those social experiences that much more better.
1: My my family, particularly my parents who tried it, they struggled with knowing which button was which Mm. in VR and trying to find where that button was. And if you have capacitive
0: touch, you can see that your virtual hand pass over those buttons. And because they have the abstract things with buttons and swipes now, things felt a little bit less intuitive. Everything, when you give someone a, a Rift experience for the first time, or even a Vive experience where they're holding a positional track controller, and on the Rift side, you have hand presence, people are grabbing things naturally. They're reaching out and grabbing right. things. They're pointing at things. Here, like you said, every time I give this controller to someone, one, they're fumbling to see where the controller is because they have to rest it whether they left or right hand kind of to their right or to their left. And two, it's just a laser pointer. All they have is a laser pointer with a, with a swipe. And Facebook didn't add in some of the features that, Maybe they'll add later It's just software features like reversing like um top down uh, up and down scroll you know is it natural scrolling right. or is inverted scrolling? People are used to different things
1: I think this is a one of the last products that we'll probably see that is
0: strictly a three off I mean, so I think it's a footnote I mean, but a
1: interesting two hundred dollar
0: footnote and and knowing that does that mean that they didn't want to commit to putting all their engineers like if you have let's say you know a thousand engineers at at oculus and you're working, and, and that's not and just on the mobile VR side, Yeah. right? You have a team working on desktop VR. You got to split that up between a product that has a chance of reaching a lot of people at a really good price point, mm-hmm. $200, or putting them on the next generation product, which they're developing at the same time already announced, mm-hmm. Santa Cruz, which is a hand tracked controller and a six degree of freedom headset. Where do you put the resources? It's not just matter of Reef resources. I think it is about that price point. I don't think they could make Santa Cruz for two
1: hundred bucks, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. No, and and it's, I think that two hundred dollar yeah. price point is what mattered most to the people who made this decision. It yeah. matters
2: a lot to you. You've been raving about the, this price point as being one of the biggest deals of this headset. It's giftable. It's an impulse
1: buy, and it's it's the compared to the Gear VR, which required a multi
2: hundred dollar phone. It's the most convenient form of VR. You're talking about a $200 piece of equipment that is purely for consumption of media. Like, we're not really talking about playing games on this thing. I mean, don't knock them. Have you tried Coaster Combat? (laughs) I did not try Coaster Combat. It's not bad. But I have to say, like... Mainly because I'm coming from a desktop VR experience. I yeah. want to move around. That's my natural form of interaction with VR. And that is not what this is good no. at. No. no way. And no. so it doesn't replace that. It doesn't supplant that. This is merely complimentary. And, and quite frankly, the the few times and I haven't spent a lot of time in it, when I did try to when I tried this standing up and not sitting down. Oh god, no. I actually got nauseous. Yeah. Because of it's just not built for that situation. Well, it doesn't right. track your movement. No, I, I get why. Right. And when so, I think the main use case of this is a media device. Right. Sure. Yeah. And we're all on the same page there. And so, is two hundred dollars worth it for a media device? Dude, I bought
1: an HMZT1, which is a Sony thing that you put on. You you looked like a sci-fi nut. This was how many years ago was that? Like not too long ago. Six Six years ago. Six years ago, and it was nine hundred dollars, and it gave you a seven twenty p TV. That was, you OLED, know... Dual OLED. Dual <laughs> Right. It was, like, way off here in the distance, and it moved with your head. Of course, there was nothing virtual reality about it. It was $900. This gives you a much more comfortable, immersive experience. Actually, fewer pixels, which is an interesting point. Like, mm-hmm. when you watch a movie in here, you're not even getting 720p, even in the movie theater, which is the biggest but screen it, you can see But you're so
2: close to the screen. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need, like, that kind of same... I'm picture. just saying, if you're watching
1: a movie and you want to see every pixel that they intended you to see... That's not what this is. It's not I, about,
2: I get that, yeah. but I think if, if you're, you're moving, putting if you're you...
0: encoding a file to put on here, a 720p file is gonna be fine.
2: Yeah, it's gonna look great. I know, just, I know you want to <laughs> say something. Yeah,
0: but just to to follow up on that point,
1: it's a be, like it's fine horizontal resolution wise, mm. but if you go 1080p or higher, you actually can see the vertical resolution change because oh. you you get 1280 by 1440 mm-hmm. uh, per eye. So you get. Plenty of vertical resolution, but that horizontal
2: resolution is quite limited. I think the argument some people are going to make is like, do I buy this or do I buy a TV? No. No, you're talking like that's what I was saying. And I, and
1: I do think that there's something to that where like people are in a dorm room or a kid is in a bedroom or even,
0: you know, somebody who ha- maybe doesn't have a TV. God, I wouldn't give a kid this. I don't know what they're looking at.
1: Well, I'm not.
2: You're, I actually thought yeah, about this do. too. And yeah, I, I don't
1: do. want my kids having one of these either. Because you, you have no idea to see what they're looking at. And I'm streaming to
0: Facebook Live. But there is a use. Are
2: there parental controls on this thing? No, (laughs) there is a
1: no. There's a use case for this. Like I do think that if you are thinking about, God, it'd be great to have a home theater in this room, or I could get this $200 headset. It's like okay, you get the $200 headset, and you see what you think, and it is what it is, and you use it, and it's there's a very. I watched a movie in here. I watched all of Star Trek Beyond, and I. I was experimenting with watching it on the moon. <laughs> I was experimenting with the home theater, the movie theater. And, uh, you know, it was like I settled on the home theater. And I was like, this is good enough. And I enjoyed watching the movie. There, in, in a hotel room yeah. where my family was
0: sleeping. And yeah. I, tell me how I'm going to do that. I have, I have also used it in the room where Danica's sleeping. Yeah. And I've watched a movie. I'm mm-hmm. uh, plugging in the headphones, of course,
2: we are not the normal use case ga- we're not the users that we should be evaluating for this though
0: so uh, there's a lot to talk about in terms of like the propos- uh, the value proposition. many uh, oftentimes you know Nintendo famously um, they sell hardware maybe a little cheaper than their competitors and, and and many times many hardware makers try to take a cut to take a um, take a hit on the hardware because they make the money back in the software. This is the vice where There's no way anyone is making money on the hardware. Facebook may be eating a lot on the hardware already, Mm. but if you buy this and don't buy a single thing in the Facebook store, maybe just use a Netflix subscription, it is still worth it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it has internal storage. You can drop movies on there.
2: I still am very skeptical of climbing over that valley of wearing this on your face for two hours, which is what we're talking about immediately. For
1: me, media. that's more of a comfort issue. Yeah, well, than, that's a big deal. Than a this. screen quality issue.
2: No, I understand. I mean, the screen does look absolutely brilliant, like you talked about. The I, optics are great, the mm. The screen looks better than my Rift.
0: So we're in terms of second screen experiences, right, like many oftentimes I'll take a break from my desktop PC to sit on the couch in my office, and just scroll Twitter or watch YouTube on my phone. Uh, YouTube's a bad example because there's no YouTube app on this. I found myself more in the past week, taking a break as well, videos encoding, sitting on my couch, putting this on to watch a TV show because it's, I found it more comfortable to watch a TV show on Netflix on this than to hold my phone up, even not even high up, hold my phone up on my lap and watch it on a you know four, five, uh, five inch screen. Yeah, I'm, my, my concerns
1: are more about the motion sensitivity without the sixth off and i'm i'm sensitive to that like i've definitely sensed nausea from using this and i've learned when i need to close my eyes in order to reposition and things like that Uh, but also the strap comfort and i i do think a rigid strap would be helpful for watching anything in this long term
0: knowing the the um just the three dot limitations i think you either buy into that or you don't right either you're too sensitive to it and it's not for you you should wait for a six off solution whether yep. it's from a google solution or from santa cruz in the future or on the desktop side because you can get a windows mixed reality headset for 200 bucks now thank you microsoft for subsidizing all those um my fear is on the computational power also of this it's mm. a snapdragon 821 which is last year's processor which runs a UI fine. And one of the things we talked about in the review is that there's cr- very noticeable chromatic aberration on the fringes of the lenses. Turns out because developers don't want to, the Oculus even, doesn't want to put the extra computational power on the headset to compensate for that. Well, don't you think and that was the, a price the, concern? Just that would have increased the bill of materials. Sure, sure. Um, a- every launch app I've used so far works fine. I think load times take a little bit longer than I like. What I'm worried about is as this scales up, and as there are more ambitious apps, is there a cap to the number of useful apps? Big Screen just came out for this today, and I loaded up Big Screen beta, and, right? In beta, yeah. The main menu looked fine, but once I jump into a a room with a theater room where there's a 3D video playing, that's being streamed to me and other users. With four users, that got a little choppy. And you're not
1: just the video stream; you're talking about the whole 3D the experience. whole 3D
0: experience. And I don't know if that's a limitation because that's a beta; they haven't optimized that yet on Big Screen, or if that's because there's a limitation on the a one
2: That use case is at least interesting to try out. Like if we're all watching Game of Thrones or Westworld. That's World, what I want. Right, and right? I we
0: can't take that for granted, not because of necessarily the network capabilities uh, or even the infrastructure on the back end. Like that's a problem that can be solved. If, there's, if these are no good for more than five avatars in the same room, that's a, definitely a limit on the social potential of the Go, which we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Which Oculus is selling. If you look in the box, w- watch concerts and, and sporting events with, in arenas with other people is a big is a selling point for this device. You know, Oculus TV, which isn't out at launch, the promise is to have a virtual couch and have your friends and you can watch a show together. Uh,
2: I want that. Well, long story short, mm. I'm not buying one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy is driving around to all the Best Buys, cleaning them out. Hey, dude, I went th- to a Best Buy this morning
1: and I, I actually was the first one in there. I requested the item. By the time they un- they found them in the back, because they had no idea, they brought up all eight to the front, and they emptied the boxes into people's hands.
0: People were there waiting for. So you were the first person, the best buy. Period. Yeah. Doors <laughs> open. You walked in. How can we help you? Hey, blue shirt. I want this. Thing I want the to go. go. What's that? Well, you're selling it
1: today. <laughs> right. Did you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then they looked it up, and of course they found them in the back. It took them forever. And then they came up, and by a half hour later, um, they were sold out. Wow. But they're getting more tomorrow. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure I, they'll do. They'll this was, handle them. These were the hardcore. Like, this is not the barometer.
0: That's crazy that there's a hardcore base of people who are waiting in line to buy a technically, functionally inferior
2: mm-hmm. VR experience. <laughs> Norm, Norm I'm t- it's that $200. That's, that's Norm, yeah. you are wearing one of these in the middle of a movie theater I, today, I was. so let's not talk about hardcore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like th- this is not a product that should be de- dismissed because it's not as functional um, yeah. as where we know VR needs to be, it is where n- VR <laughs> is right now on the desktop side.
1: I'm, and you, you said, I'm not sure you said in a review or not, but it is it is not a replacement for the desktop experience. Right, yeah. it is. It is a compliment to it. It's something you pack in your bag when you go to a hotel, or you want to watch TV in private when
0: you don't have privacy. Yeah,
1: right. I hear
2: what you're saying. <laughs> I know everyone <laughs> says that. <laughs> everyone
1: says that, but it, you know, I guess there's. I right, mean, everyone if, has if we
0: think place. of the analogs for um, other media players, right? Let's assume this is a media player. What is this most like? Is it most like the iPod, like the first gen iPod, or is it more like the the iPod Nano? Maybe right, uh, or or is it more like a you know uh, what was it called uh, like the the um, one of those third party brands where you we weren't locked into an ecosystem you can plug in and play and people knew they were buying the Nomad the, jukebox the no- exactly yeah. the Nomad jukebox the N River or I River yeah. the I River whatever player um, or you know when when before uh, media players were built into TVs and yes there's still uh, Apple TV like those Western Digital boxes. Right, those those boxes that you could HDMI boxes that would just decode videos, and people mm-hmm. would know they would just rip movies, download movies, and put them on these boxes to stream.
1: The thing is, all those products were priced appropriately. This is not, and I think that's part of the problem here. Is that it? It's only two hundred dollars because Facebook is essentially subsidizing it. Apple never subsidized the iPod. They wanted to make money on it, and
0: they did. And there was crazy margins on it. Is, is there? You think it set, that's a wrong expectation? Do you think this product sets bad expectations? for VR experiences in general I and it's pricing?
2: I think it's a Band-Aid in a lot of ways because a year from now, or however long it is, maybe it's 18 months, yeah. there's going to be a more expensive device that does this and what desktop VR does now. Yep. Santa Cruz does that. Yeah.
1: What do you guys think about the battery life? That's something we didn't touch on in our review. It's yeah. about two, two and a half hours.
2: And can you plug it in and still watch stuff?
1: I did. Norm
0: says Oculus suggests not doing that. Because of overheating, I think. Uh, I never did more than two hours. One movie, the longest thing I did was Justice League, which was right at two hours. Right. But oh if my it, god!
2: If, what if being you're, confined with Justice League? It, uh,
0: <laughs> my justification for that is that that's is a sixteen by nine movie, and I like sixteen by nine movies over for for this type of experience. I want to get more more vertical pixels, as Jeremy would say.
1: I don't. I think that the reason that they ask you not to plug in while you're watching is because they don't want you to move your head around. While you're tethered.
0: So the location of the um, the, the jack, the char- jack yeah. is also an interesting place. It's on the side. I don't like that. I think Where should it be? Underneath? Underneath. That would be better if you were using it while you were charging. Yeah. Because you, you could yank it out a little easier. It's not as bad as if it was on the top. That would be the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, but I think the location of the jack and the headset jack is a factor of them buying and not making custom boards. It's buying off the shelf boards oh and what with the chipset
1: do you think that they didn't design their own boards for this
2: they must have custom boards you're crazy
1: we got to ask them about that i designed custom boards for the pin <laughs> now
0: if they did then why is it usb why is it micro usb and not usb3 uh C is that a cost issue is USB C expensive that's what i'm saying i don't know maybe that's not a de- that's not built in i gotta look at this it could be a, a thing that's not built into the native uh, at1 controllers the Snapdragon 821 controller. Oh right, maybe right? so. And maybe that would so. have an extra chip for that controller for USB-C. Uh, but USB-C. I mean, if, if that's a cost-saving measure, that is definitely a a, a thing that I miss. Same with um, uh, readable um, expandable memory, expandable storage. Right. No microSD. There's yeah. two SKUs. Uh, there are two SKUs. The 64 gig is the one that we both bought at Best Buy. Yep. That's. I think if you're gonna, if you're going to buy this and use it. You want to want 64 gigs.
1: What do you guys think about the isolation factor that this gives? Everyone remembers that photo of of Zuckerberg walking down the aisle and his army of Gear VR heads behind him. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And everyone had on a headset and couldn't see the real world. <laughs> yeah. They were all in virtual reality. $200, I've, and my experience at Best Buy tells me this is going to sell well. And Are we going to start seeing people out in public on... Trains.
0: I don't think so. well, no, I don't, it's not good for trains. In coffee shops. Not in public. Not good for
2: cars or trains. I, I. There is a huge valley to cross about wearing this in public because of how immersive some of these can be and your obliviousness to the outside world. I mean, if you want your wallet stolen, mm. it's probably a really good experience. It's even weird on a smaller
1: scale when you're with just with your family and you have a family member wearing it because suddenly, it makes people holding a cell phone with their nose buried in a cell phone. Appear alert by
2: comparison. No, it does. You know what I mean? Because when you're wearing this, they're the same tier, though. You have no idea. I disagree. I don't. I think it's a tier beyond, like Jeremy said.
0: I, I, my housemates were watching Westworld, and I was in VR. Yeah. And it was as if I just wasn't paying attention. I was on my phone. I mean, they they might have been like flipping me the bird and and throwing (laughs) things. I mean, I had no idea. Right, but But I had no idea. How would they have gotten your attention?
2: Tap me on the shoulder. Yeah, see which that's is uncomfortable.
1: that's the step you have to. That's the how far beyond a cell phone it is. Right,
2: right. Well, the review is up on the site. I'll be interested to hear from listeners if you bought one or if you think it's worthwhile and your experience in it. So I think that even know. if even
0: if you don't buy one, uh, if you're interested in the future of what Facebook is doing with VR, it's worth trying it because some of these technologies are going to make it into Santa Cruz. The optics, the lens, uh, the 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 panel, uh, the audio, that built-in audio. I was I was skeptical at first, as like, is this a gimmick? The uh, not having to have earbuds. They did something awesome here because not having to plug in headphones, earphones, Mm -hmm. um, being able to just put it on comfortably. They learned that with the Rift. That and with the Rift, you're still something's on your ears. Right. Right here. I can hear the content and not be disconnected from the outside world as much. Mm. if I don't want to be, uh, but other
2: people can hear your content too. A
0: little bit. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
2: Yes. It, uh, is you should be able to try this out at Best Buy soon. I think so. I think they're, once they're they get past up. this first couple of days. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, oh, oh, I, I, I was going to ask <laughs> if that's all we wanted to say about yeah. the go. Yeah, it for, is for now.
2: I think we're going to fly through some of this stuff so that Jeremy can get his Infinity War fix.
0: All right. All right. We got a bunch of uh, Star Trek news to talk about. And the first thing something we did not talk about last week is uh, for Star Trek Discovery Season 2. They're in production right now. And, of course, we have given a little bit of spoiler that there uh, was the appearance of the original Enterprise at the end of the first season of Discovery. They have cast Christopher Pike, who is going to be the captain of that ship. And I think they did some pretty good casting here. They casted um, Anson Mount, I think we, his name is. We talked
2: about this. This is Black Bolt. Black Bolt. In- yes. Inhumans.
0: Yes. Now they've also shown some of the costumes because in Discovery the costumes are all blue mm-hmm. and they have... Uh, it's all blue and gold. I don't think there are even different colors for
2: the different... Uh, right. um, I thought they looked good, though. They caught the light with that shimmering gold. They did, especially with those
0: dark sets and and, and just a lot of LED lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new costumes are s- taken the same basic cut of the Discovery costumes, except the glimpse we saw shows that there are going to be the colors. Red, gold blue i'm really excited about that
2: it's sort of like modern cut on those old school tos uniforms
0: mm-hmm. and i'm a real big fan of what um jj uh, abrams and even more so justin lynn did to the uh, costumes in that reboot uh the justin i think the the star trek beyond costumes are the hard watermark right now <laughs> for star trek costumes for me okay um paramount at the uh, it was it CinemaCon, some big uh, convention for uh, theater franchise owners to get them excited about the upcoming slate of films. Paramount announced they are working on two new Star Trek films. How about that? Two of them. One of them, I we all assume, is the uh, Quentin Tarantino concept. That he may be writing, maybe producing, maybe directing. Wait, a minute, what? Really? You think this is actually going to happen? Yes. R rated Star Trek. We don't, don't know no it's R rated. Uh huh. We just know that Quinn Tarantino came with an idea. Yeah. Brought to JJ Abrams. They got very excited. And this Paramount said, wow, Tarantino wants to do a Star Trek film. Of course we'll let him do, him do a Star Trek film. <laughs> really? And I okay. think that's the one in its involvement. Okay. The other one. Is one that they announced after the release of Star Trek Beyond, but no one had known what the, the status of it was. And it's the one that theoretically will have Kirk, played by Chris Pine, meet his father, played by Chris Hemsworth. Another movie with multiple Chris's, mm-hmm. um, in um, in which in uh, in the next Star Trek movie as a time traveling to, to wrap up. This will probably be the last film in. The uh, the Chris Pine universe. the Chris Pine uh, the Kelvin universe which we've had
2: three now yeah three really so okay I could use a little more Spock to be honest I like Zachary Quinto's portrayal
1: mm-hmm. I do too I do too there's quite a lot of Bones and Beyond you don't and, like Bones I love Carl Orban he's, he's so great good. he's great there's just so much of it and uh, I I really like Zachary Quinto I think he's he's I like the Spock character a little bit more than, mm. than Bones
0: well they have announced a director for that Star Trek film. And the director is... I'm trying to get her name right. Mm -hmm. Uh, do that. Pulling that up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? S.J. Clarkson. That's what... Oh,
2: Jessica Jones and um, uh, something else. Uh, You know this off the top of your name? Life on Mars. Life on Mars, yes, that's it. That's impressive.
0: So... Those for Star Trek fans who have been long waiting for some news on something, and, and not ho- not hoping that because it's Paramount and not CBS, those they're different entities, right? CBS All Access, CBS for the TV show Star Trek Discovery. We're gonna have multiple Star Trek things in the media. I know you like it. It's it's it might be confusing for for people who are not hardcore fans, right? I think Discovery was already confusing for people who may have been new Star Trek fans, um, hmm. who've just watched the Abrams and the, the Star Trek Beyond.
2: I'm moderately excited about this. I mean, by and large, the new Star Treks have been good, but not great.
0: Beyond,
1: I just watched for the first time. Oh, problematic, but good. Like visually beautiful. Yeah,
0: it, it, it was not.
1: It was the an. Fear, a, it was an action. It movie. was action
0: movie. The fear was a. Uh, the director had done Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, three, four, five, six, maybe. Um and. Uh, the fear that would be Fast and Furious, especially from the trailer. Too Two Furious, yeah. yeah. And, it just required a lot of like, su- suspension.
2: Star Trek, the the first Abrams one, was, I think, good. It has its moments. Yep. Into Darkness, we'd say, is bad. So, like, there's <laughs> someone middling around even. I don't hate Into Darkness. I don't hate it either. It's... oh the portrayal by Benedict. You Not didn't like good. it? Huh. Not good. Okay. Not good at all. All
0: right. Um, well... If there are more movies, I'm happy to watch it. And for someone who may have a subscription to MoviePass, yep. you can watch as many as you want. Uh, or maybe not. No, not the same maybe movie. Maybe not. MoviePass huh. is
2: definitely changing. you
0: got to pick you, a new movie. So Every I'm time. a little confused because uh, MoviePass, is, this is, of course, the subscription service, garnered much controversy within moviegoers and movie chain owners. Uh, you would pay, I think, $100 a year and the promise was you get this debit card and you get to watch as many movies as you want. 2D movies. 2D movies. Uh, no reserve seats. You buy them um, at the door day of. You use the app, say, i want to buy this movie at this theater. They de- credit you the, the money on your card and you get to buy it at that theater. There's no affiliation between MoviePass and the theaters. No. No one knew how they were making money. Uh, someone, the peer, In fact, people they, they were was, losing money. That's they are uh, obviously losing, losing money. And they had... It was tough to get a subscription for a while because people were clamoring over it, and they, I'm sure they have a lot of users. That offering has now been reduced multiple times. Earlier this month, they reduced the offering from unlimited movies per month to four movies a oh, month for fine. new subscribers. Movie pass. Woo. oh, only for new subscribers. For, so that's the question: Are people who subscribed uh, I'm six months sure ago grandfathered. Get grandfathered, grandfathered? Yeah, and then now, if you sign up now, yeah, you only get four movies, but also you can only watch movies once you yeah. can't watch the same movie twice why would they care thanks movie pass why would it why would they care
2: i don't know why they care about that
0: well i mean i could
1: see people using the movie pass with their friends how do i mean how could they get around that a big no. movie comes out and one person like a group of people use the same movie pass to I see
2: don't the think. same movie I mean, if
0: you cap it at four why would that be any why would you need to have the additional restriction of not watching a movie twice like, I, the, the assumption the sharing. is that the the way they're making money is data gathering. Right, mm-hmm. the app is tracking you, the things you're doing before you're watching a movie, the things you're doing after you're watching a movie, uh, where you're shopping. So if the fear is that people using MoviePass will abuse it by sharing, and, yeah. and then the data they're getting
2: maybe is less accurate. See, I would more like Intervention MoviePass, where it was like, <laughs> you really want to see Super Troopers 2 again, sir? <laughs> yeah. You really want to see Avengers Infinity War
0: again Nor- five times? That sounds sir? like a cry for help, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the 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 person who graduates from college and five years later is still hanging around the campus. Oh come <laughs> on
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like
1: anyone want to talk about the movie we just watched? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um if you're a MoviePass subscriber, I'd love to know what your experience has been with it. I haven't
2: signed up yet. I kind of regret it now. But now the offering is more limited. Something about it always felt a little dirty. And it also felt like I had no trust they were just going to bait and switch on exactly. me. And look yeah. at what we're at. Oh, now. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then finally,
0: a bit of Star Wars news. Uh, we know that Disney is working on their own. Video on demand service to compete with Netflix. This is going to be a huge problem potentially for Hulu mm-hmm. because Disney is going to buy out Fox or is in the process of buying out Fox, which is a, both Disney and Fox are big stakeholders in Hulu. Hulu itself, a subscription based service that puts a ton of money into original content and award winning, of course. But if Disney then launches their own subscription service with all of its catalog from the, the vault to all of its Marvel movies and it- new TV shows they're producing. It's going to be an unstoppable juggernaut. It's, yeah, it's bad news for all the streaming services. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, you, we're reaching that point where how many services, what's the cap for people for that people can uh, sustain? Yeah. I mean, a- Amazon Prime you have because you have other reasons to have it, but Netflix you have just for the content, and that's going to competition.
2: Two, two or three is what I think people are going to stomach.
0: And then live, right? The, the people care about lives. None, the only one that has live, or Sling has live, and YouTube TV has live. Hulu has live, too. And Hulu. Um, well, there's going to be new content from Disney. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where this is going to premiere, whether it's going to be on that service or if it's going to be on Disney uh, XD. Uh, but it's with the cl- ending of Star Wars Rebels, the new series announced is Star Wars Resistance. People and are, it's yeah. Dave Filoni.
2: Yeah, and we're taking a leap forward. This is going to follow a resistance group working under General Leia. Uh, to track down the First Order.
0: So it's, it's basically doing what Clone Wars did
2: for the first two trilogies hmm. for the second two trilogies, which is... Except it didn't have to rescue... Th- this cartoon doesn't have to rescue a terrible film. Right. This is starting with, like, an interesting universe. Did Clone Wars do that? I, I, mean, ne- I never watched I felt, it. I felt like it had the weight of those terrible movies upon yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So
0: what's super interesting, though, is the protagonist of this series... Is going to be a, a pilot named Kazuda Ziano, and if that name sounds Japanese, it may not be. It may be maybe intentional. It may not be coincidence because this series will be anime inspired. I like that.
2: I just watched Batman Ninja this weekend, which is not oh, that. No, g- that whoa, it's whoa, not that whoa. good. It's not that good. D- 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 it's not that good. But I like this anime infusion uh, that's happening. So
0: right what now. does that mean? Does that mean the art style? Because Dave Filoni has a style that. He works in, or is it a storytelling style in that it's about it's serialized like almost drama? It's like a, more like a anime, like sci-fi drama than could be a both. western drama.
1: I I just thought of the visual style. Yeah. I mean, where they there's a different sense of priorities with anime, where they put a lot of effort into the art, and then they reuse frames in a way that's. It really interesting and they, they create kinetic motion with just a few frames that they this rapidly mm. Draw at one after another in a loop, but they spend so much time on those frames. It's it's a it's a beautiful form That's I a love. lot.
0: It's very expensive to produce uh, The kinetic motion may be a key part of this because the main character is a pilot and of course you're gonna have Poe Dameron and learn about his backstory yeah. as, as he is coming back for that Uh because it's a pilot base. Whereas Clone Wars was a lot of, you know, ground forces, the, the war. Here it's going to be about space battles. That's so cool. Do, cool. You, do you remember that anime um, TIE Fighter short that that independent um, animator made? Yeah. It was like a short teaser and he made like a, like a one minute long trailer. You don't remember this? It was like the biggest thing on the internet like three years ago. Okay, It was 100% anime style Star Wars yeah. short film, Sizzle. And if this is any resemblance to that, I think fans are going to be... It, 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 it might get me to subscribe to a Disney video. Oh, you're service. subscribing anyway.
1: Uh, Rebels was awesome. Uh, and I haven't even watched it all. But it, I mean, I, when I watched that for the first time, I was envious of my kids because they are growing up with far
0: superior cartoons than I had. And I think that does it for... You know what? I'm not going to end the pop culture segment because, Jeremy, I'm going to make you watch this video, just like <laughs> 10 seconds of it. It's in our show notes. Go watch it and then give me some feedback on what you think. <laughs> hey, sure.
2: I want to hear about Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja was okay. I had high expectations going set into it, it. Set it up for people Batman Ninja, Ninja now. is basically Batman set in like, I would say like 19th century Japan. Is it an Elseworlds 18... story? Uh, or, is is it a, it?
0: or is it a time travel story?
2: It's Elseworld. It's not time travel. Um, but it's... Uh, uh, now I'm watching this thing, um, but you know it—it's it, kind of ridiculous at points. You kind of laugh at it. Is Batman more a samurai or a ninja? He is more of a samurai because mm. ninja you I think associate with stealth, but that's also what I associate with Batman. Of course, but this is much more. You know, the the thing that bothered me about it wasn't so much the Batman was the Joker. He like the Joker is maniacal. Why is the Joker in the past also? It just didn't fit. Oh, okay. timeline wise. Uh but it is beautiful. The action to look at it is gorgeous. It, uh,
0: sorry. <laughs> I was gonna talk about this. Go, ahead. <laughs> Go for it. So, talk so about it. Would,
2: would you recommend it? No. No, you wouldn't recommend Batman. And Ninja? that's because I have a high bar for those Batman oh. animated films.
0: Oh. I like that the Batman animated films can exist independently. They don't need to be all of one no. serialized world and mm. they have different voice actors and they just t- and different art styles. And so I'm Gotham sad. by
2: Gaslight was a much more interesting story.
0: I didn't like it because I loved the, shor- uh, the, the short yeah. so much. The first Elseworlds story, mm-hmm. uh, Batman in Victorian era, and I thought the, uh, the animated film fell short of the, yeah. the Magnolia style. Um, and, okay, so Jeremy? Yes. Where can people find this link, Norm? Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. If you search TIE Fighter um, Star Wars anime. This does look great.
1: It's TIE Fighter dash short film is, yeah. is the thing. It's, it's stunning. This, the it, amount one of, person did this. I don't even believe you. This one person too,
0: spent years doing this. Okay, years, yeah. yes, like yeah. doing
1: nothing else. Yeah. This, the, the amount of work that went into this is just jaw-dropping. It's on par with some stuff from Voltron.
0: I bet that this is part of the pitch reel for, for Dave Filoni. For, I bet you're right. I bet you're Lucas, right. and said, look at what Star Wars can be. It's very. Connected. Let's get our international audience. I have seen this before. I'd forgotten about it. Isn't it amazing though? It's it, but it also hits the
1: strings because it's generation one. You know, it's old school Star Wars,
0: which is you know what what possible resistance could be the, the merging between old school Star Wars, yeah. and and what we saw in the Force Awakens.
1: Yeah, I I would just want to make some gifs out of this and play them on loop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're called gifs. All right, let's move to – before we move on to our next segment, sorry, I want to thank the sponsor of this week's episode of This is Only a Test, and that's Udemy. Uh, Whether you want to learn something new or just sharpen your skills – Udemy has an extensive library of over 65,000 courses taught by expert instructors. From web development to digital marketing to Japanese cooking courses, Udemy has something for everyone. And while other online learning companies charge hundreds of dollars per class, Udemy courses start at just $11.99. Each course comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee for risk-free learning, and students around the world choose Udemy to discover new passions, expand their skills, and even change careers. You can improve your life through learning by downloading the Udemy app to learn anytime, anywhere, or visit ude.my slash test today. Again, that's www.ude.my slash test.
2: All right, I think we hit warp speed on this. Ready? Let's pour one out for airport routers that none of us have had for a number of years <laughs> because Apple is officially discontinuing all of their Wi-Fi routers, including time capsules. What? There was never any point in buying an Apple router, right? Because why? It, why?
0: Why, why, why what are you was, dis- why, why was, was There's nothing Apple about it. They weren't. The experience, the We're, connecting. That's why the companies like Eero and company... Like, that's why there have been so many startups... Because Wi-Fi was such a terrible user experience. Did, but Apple clearly didn't solve that. Well, that's the problem. I'm saying there was a market and Apple ah. failed. Yes. In making, also, solving the Wi-Fi problem.
2: I mean, I understand why Time Capsule is going away. Because the cloud. Yeah, r- they want to sell cloud. It, right? Subscriptions. So, subscriptions over a, a single service. But they had an
0: opportunity to make to do mesh networking make it work, just work, yeah. with all the brilliant things they do things they do with your shared devices, with your iMac, your MacBook Pro, and your iPhone, and sharing the Wi-Fi logins, to make it seamless in your household with all your family members, it didn't look like airport did that. Wah, wah, so what's going to happen to
2: uh, existing airport users? Uh, the devices are still going to work. They're just not going to send out uh, any updates for it. And the report in ours indicates that uh, the hardware... Um, is essentially discontinued. It won't be for sale anymore mm. in oh. the coming months. That's a bummer. Um,
0: we talked about Amazon and Amazon Prime Video and why you wouldn't cancel that because it's tied to your Amazon subscription. Mm-hmm. But would you cancel that if your Prime subscription went up by 20% in price? I wouldn't
1: blink an eye, Norm. Neither one In canceling or in, in keeping?
0: In keeping. I'm keeping it. Wow. What is your upper limit for a Prime subscription? <laughs> it's probably I'll around. Show, uh, I'll show Amazon i I charging shouldn't. me meal for prime I'll just buy more stuff
1: dude i I shouldn't say what that is publicly <laughs> because people will hate me the, I buy so much from Amazon that the shipping alone is is worth it It's absolutely worth it at a lot more than this
0: Wow well amazon already uh pay the users are paying a hundred dollars in the u s they're gonna raise that by twenty bucks mm-hmm. instant twenty twenty percent profit lines yeah. in how many Prime subscribers did you guys say? 100
2: million. 100 million worldwide. We don't know how many are U.S.-based. This price goes into effect May 11th for new customers and for uh, existing customers uh, and gets phased in in June. All right.
0: I, do you feel like there are parts of the Prime subscription that people don't take enough advantage of?
2: Uh, yeah, Prime Video.
0: Well, was, uh, Prime Video is an obvious one, I, I, I th- but there are other things. There's Prime. music. I think people don't take advantage of music. Music sure. is,
2: has changed a lot, though. Um, I, I
0: use
1: the music through uh, Echo more than anything.
2: No, a- absolutely. But it used to be like a, a storage area. You could put your music up there, and right. that sort of morphed and changed uh, a bit. I think Prime Now is underrated as well, uh, especially in those markets where Whole Foods delivery is, yep. is tied to Prime Now. It's a
0: separate, it's a separate uh, app. It's a separate uh, subset of the domain. where It's, a, it's also a website now. Oh, yep yep but but it's uh but it's not it's shared separate. yeah yep. yeah you have to go into the prime now section to pick out the items and it's not like available them. everywhere like I don't think everybody even knows about that because right. it's not available in every treasure site. truck. let's talk about treasure truck. I didn't know this thing existed, and if really, you, if you go back in the archives we, we talked about this feature Potent- like Amazon knows so much about you, they are in the data game just as much as facebook and and Google are in the data game, mm-hmm. especially in terms of purchasing behavior i I thought it would be smart for Amazon to just put on UPS trucks products that they think you'll want mm-hmm. and then send you notifications to get you to buy the item so you can have it on your the same day that your the product comes out. That would be an impulse, deliver. impulse buy. Exactly. Okay. Tap into impulse buys. For example, Amazon knows you bought the first two Star Wars movies on Blu-ray, but you forgot to buy the the latest one. Or you didn't, you didn't no, know this other no. thing came out. They put it on the truck. They get a, you get a notification. It's GPS tied it to UPS and says, oh, the, your UPS truck is two blocks away. Mm-hmm. You can buy this item that we think you have a high probability of wanting to buy. No. Pick it from the truck right now. That's buy ridiculous.
2: Now. That's not how they do the thing. Well, they're
0: doing something similar. No, Treasure out.
2: Truck has been around for a little while, but it's different. It is Woot meets Amazon. Okay. Which is basically they have one deal. Uh, per market so the things in different cities are are different things okay so in san francisco today maybe it's like we have two 16 ounce ribeye steaks it's like why is it high quality steaks
0: being oh i want to buy steaks from amazon it is
2: oftentimes (laughs) steaks when you look it up um and it's like if you go to this location (laughs) they're turning a little brown but oh my god does the truck look like this yes it does (gasps) look like this i ran into one in new york it looks like a carnival
0: Um, (laughs) and so they set up some, like they they set up Frisbee in the background or, or, uh, horseshoes and, and it's a heavily,
2: it's a heavily discounted item and, uh, it's usually like some sort of premium item. Not always discounted. No, I mean, it's discounted from what its normal price is on Amazon.
0: So it's always a deal. Yes. Wait a
1: minute now, whatever you showed me the other day was retail price. It was 50 bucks, whatever the normal price is. I'm
2: just saying it's not always discounted, but maybe sometimes. Maybe often. I think it's discounted from the normal price on Amazon. That doesn't mean it's cheap. Those are two different things. And uh, you set up a time to, you buy it, and then you have to go to a location where this truck is during a prescribed window and pick it up. I don't, What? That's See, not that appealing to me. No, it's not. Where, where is it in San Francisco? It's different locations. It's you know. The, I'm not the going truck on my way around. to go downtown. Usually it has three different locations in a city. To pick the, up some ribeyes after work. So sometimes they'll have stuff like a Nintendo Switch. Hmm. And so hmm. they'll have some limited release I thought the items. point of
0: Amazon was things come to me, not I go to things.
2: No, but if you can get a limited <laughs> item that you are hungering after for a deal... No. Are you willing to travel to it?
0: So is the point of Amazon doing this like them getting rid of items? What? Or is it them is it is it like Woot where it's overstocked it's Woot. It's items? Impulse. That's yeah. overstocked items. Yeah. So why would they do things that are on high demand like the Switch?
2: I, I don't know. Hmm.
0: I'm much less excited about this than when I first heard about it.
2: Ah, uh, you and know, me too.
0: But let's try it. I want to see this treasure truck. What's
2: on the truck today, Jeremy? I
0: can't tell. I think you need the app or something. Uh-oh. I'll look it up. <laughs> Let me know. Keep. You keep on. You dig that up, Kishore. We'll, go, we'll move on. All right. Uh, Samsung, maker of Samsung phones and also OLED panels, notably the OLED panel that's in the iPhone X, mm-hmm. has reported in its most recent quarterly reports that uh, it's seeing slowing demand on the flexible OLEDs, which are the same type of OLED screens, in the iPhone X, okay. which led many people to believe iPhone X demand has dropped. Precipitously. I mean, sense. isn't iPhone 10 underselling
1: what Apple predicted to begin with? Because they they announced that, or that um you know orders were way down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is that what does this information forecast for this coming September's release of new iPhones? I don't know, man. It te- I, I mean, we may have reached the point where Apple realized people didn't want to pay a thousand dollars for a phone. Maybe.
1: Maybe I, I. Some people will
0: obviously, I, clearly.
1: I, I also heard that they were getting rid of the headphone adapter entirely. Did you read that? That the what? That, yeah, the nine dollar the nine dollar dongle. Why? <laughs> Analysts no. predict that it will be gone from the iPhone 11. That you're, oh, as as a bundle as a bundle. No, no, you'll still be able to pay nine dollars for it, but
0: it will be no no longer bundled in. But they would include uh, lightning headphones still. I assume so. Yeah. Wow, that's the most valuable dongle in my house. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, I had to buy a second.
2: Yeah, if you're in Atlanta, would you buy an ANOVA sous vide for ninety four dollars on the Amazon treasure truck? Because that's what was on yesterday. No. Well, all right. Well, that's what I can offer you. <laughs> what
0: What would compel you to to oh, go to like a mall where weird. the truck is parked to pick up something? Rib-Eyes wouldn't do it for me. If it was a
2: go today, maybe people would do it. A go for $20 off.
0: Yeah. Launch day. I think launch day items.
2: All right, for sure. Next story.
0: Um, (laughs) Speaking of new products, Snapchat, they're they're going again. Round two, Snapchat Spectacles. Why? More expensive. (laughs) Why? $150. They were
2: pretty successful. They were pretty successful at launch, and then it all crashed around. They
0: were pretty successful in generating uh, hype for it. But I don't think as a product. I think they did a write-off. There are so that, many unsold right? Snap Spectacles. So uh-huh. maybe these were in develop uh, development before they realized that this may not be a business.
1: These are more expensive.
0: Yeah, more expensive. Yeah, they wrote down forty million dollars in merchandise. But these were coming out again. So we had a pair of these, and the best part about them, they were I think pretty cleverly designed because from a distance they look like sunglasses. You know, aside from having a camera in the corner, Uh, but the case, the charging case that came with it looked like a regular flip open uh, glasses case, Mm -hmm. but was perfectly aligned and registered with the glasses when they were folded up with charging ports that were hidden in the hinges of the glasses. It's clever. So you didn't have to plug in a micro USB cable as you would many other devices. You love that about the uh, Apple earbuds. I love that about the Apple earbuds as well. And they did a really clever thing here in, in hiding the charge contact points In the hinge, which would be uh, hidden when the the um, when they're open, when they're flush. Yep. Uh, We will not be buying the second generation Snapchat spectacle. What do they do? What's any? What's better about these? They take pictures. They take pictures. Take video, (laughs) and you can pair up your Snapchat account, and you can share them.
2: Instagram is stolen Snapchat anyways, so I feel like there's, you know,
0: Snapchat. Their big thing is filters, right? The Mm -hmm. big difference is what they do versus Instagram, And, and obviously. Uh, the stories, Instagram, which Instagram stole from Snapchat, uh, the the time limited appeal of, of publishing, um, but really they're pushing for facial using facial recognition to do like weird face distorting and and essentially augmented reality for your face in creating content.
1: It's saying that they transfer photos three times faster and that they're, they're also uh, water resistant now.
0: Not still, I mean, if you weren't sold. On the idea of wearing these to take photos in the first place, yeah, having being able to transfer photos three times faster, I don't think was going to be a selling point for mm. you, yeah. Uh, Tesla update: still no phone call from my from Tesla. No, no, no one has reached out to me about when I can pick up my Tesla. That's weird. I've given them twenty five hundred dollars hm. in addition to my thousand dollars, so you should be in the club now. I, I yeah, yeah. Guess who's not in the club. Someone who drove a Tesla, this is actually was from last year um, in the UK, was driving a Tesla with autopilot. What's wrong with that, Norm? Nothing wrong with that, <laughs> except when autopilot's turned on, this is this like a new Ghost Brighton the, the Whip thing, right? You jump into the passenger seat of your car. Now, do you think, if, so he did this. He did this. Do you think he, he was caught?
1: Th- he was the first to get caught or the first person to do first this?
2: First to get caught. Or the, <laughs> not. Or, or, let me just no say it this. out
0: ergonomically, I couldn't. Even,
2: I don't know how you contort
0: your body to get from the driver's seat to the passenger seat anyway. You got to want it. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. N- and then while a car is moving, also, that's pretty dangerous. Just it- for other people, for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It, it is the other people I'm more concerned for in this case, though. I mean, apparently the guy did this and was seen by other drivers who videotaped him doing it and then of course the authorities found out having watched the video on youtube and tesla found out and um the punishment is 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 forthcoming
0: so the, this I, person i think i think he's not allowed to drive i think his license it, was taken license away. was taken away yeah yeah rightly so rightly yeah. so that's
1: every other tesla owner in the world hates this guy right now
0: yeah 100% yeah bad name for tesla owners but i don't think hate, hates this person not because they were planning on doing this themselves. No. What? No because <laughs> because it does They don't
1: need bad press. Yeah. Like it's the bad press. Yeah, but yeah, like we're trying to get electric vehicles
0: you know accepted. This is not the the club that I'm I'm looking forward to to join. Okay, good. Um hey, uh let's do, do a quick run of a uh, Facebook news, F8 news since we did talk about the go. Oh. Um because I, I think there's definitely an undertone F think we're not there right now, but in terms of reading the, the news reports of the privacy concerns. Uh, so at Zuckerberg's keynote, he talked about new features such as clearing a clear history that will let users delete from the app and web browsing data uh, completely from the servers, they say, or opt out of collection entirely. That's the most important, That's more important part. That's um, interesting. Although I don't think we got any specifics as to when this will roll out or how transparent that would be. Um, Facebook's also announcing updates to uh, its Messenger app. Uh, which
2: Messenger I, is one of the worst apps yeah. on my phone. Yep. Because of how bloated it is and of the data it requests to collect.
0: So they're promising a simplified UI. And um, now they're doing chat translations. Um, and, you know, they have bots in there as well. So AI with me- within messaging apps. Some of that Apple doesn't do in iMessage, but yeah. I think for the better because it keeps it clean and simple.
2: Yeah, it would be really interesting to see how big this app is.
1: They're building a Tinder-style dating app right into the Facebook
0: app. So this seemed like a no-brainer. <laughs> the, the the reason Facebook okay. was created in the first place was for this purpose, and it it just didn't embrace it. You mean when it was a college when it, exactly? App. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so to build it into Facebook, it this feels more like it being it lagging behind. This feels like a Me Too feature, but when you have their user base, it doesn't matter. True. True, yeah, yeah. And it may not be hit with the kids, but, you know, Facebookers only. (laughs) And everyone has the app already. I guess that's all right. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's it. Uh, There should be more stuff from um, F8 coming out, and we'll recap it next week. There's also uh, Google I.O. That's right around the corner. That's uh, early next week as well. So by the time we record next week, we should have some updates um, from that. Uh, Do we have anything more in... um, in technology news to discuss what's the protocol on using tinder apps if
1: you're married don't <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what? the protocol no i don't mean to actually find somebody i'm just saying like use them just to like swipe i've never i you know i'm embarrassed i've never used one of these apps. me neither really i'm married uh, yeah uh, well is that the reason i mean you could use them just to like see if maybe somebody thinks i'm attractive you find out through using it. This is out. not a
0: conversation. <laughs> then, Jeremy, you realize we're recording this podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah,
1: I also realize no one, listened, no one in my family listens to it. I abstain. I abstain.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, the protocols don't. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you're interested in, in the UI aspects, the technical aspects, okay. find a friend who's single and then piggyback, look over their shoulder and ask them about their experience. My only fear is I would
1: disappoint people once they found out I was married, and I couldn't actually <laughs> meet up.
0: the The fairer point is that, in order for these apps to the grow beyond what they sensibly are, which they're making plenty of money being just dating apps, some of these no doubt want to be messenger apps in general. That's where the real money is. They want to be, you know, networking apps, LinkedIn community building apps. So they have to move the, the you know, whereas Facebook started off, it's coming full circle, starting off as a way for college kids to, to meet and hook up and became a publishing platform and a, 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 you know, giant social network. And then now is coming back to its roots with a future to be a dating platform. A lot of dating apps, I can't imagine don't have their sites on wanting to be just social networks. Hmm. And so in that sense, you know, maybe, maybe okay to use Tinder in the future. It's fine. Like watch parties for sports or board game meetups. Or you know, other other neighborly, he, neighborly activities.
2: Abstain. <laughs> now it's time for a moment of science. Okay, quick moment of science this week, so we can talk about Thanos. Um, Russia just launched a floating nuclear power plant. This is not the first floating nuclear power plant. We actually had one first, USA, USA, um, back in the, what was it, like the 60s or 70s that was down in Panama. This is a 70 megawatt floating nuclear power plant that is being sent up to an oil um, mining town that's kind of in the far recesses. The main point of doing this is it's expensive to send stuff by rail and land to how remote this location is. And because of climate change, there's a lot of melting pathways up there. So they can send it easier by boat. It's going to power a desalinization plant um, up in that area and kind of support this town that's really sort of an energy producer. Uh, Lots of people are concerned about, like, what if a weather system hits a floating nuclear power plant? But the Russians say it'll all be okay. Cool, okay, enough of hey, that story. Hey,
0: one <laughs> more bit uh, for science. Uh, end of this week is the InSight launch, the, the NASA InSight launch for Mars, the next Mars lander. We talked a lot about it uh, last week, and uh, both Ariel and I will be down in Vandenberg and launch. our friend trace and a and bunch trace of other Dominguez. people really on there yeah i'm driving down thursday morning oh that's awesome this that's is for a, my first rocket launch
2: i'm really excited to um to hear what you what you think of the launch experience but also ask them uh stuff about you know mars quakes what they're hoping to find in terms of the temperature gradient across across the cores um And uh, they should, like, I'm really crossing my fingers because their launch window is like a month long. So I hope it does go up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be Saturday at 5 a.m. Pacific time. Um,
0: You know, while there's a lot of interesting science stuff that uh, we'll definitely be asking about, and be doing a a lot of that heavy lifting, the thing I'm interested in is the one technology of the lander itself. uh, And also, from a documenting standpoint, we have access to a remote camera setup. So I want to take some rocket photos, mm-hmm. and that will be a fun experience. We, we discussed
1: this uh, last week, right? Or yep. Two weeks ago, but this is a
2: stationary lander, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to stand in one spot and drill down quite far. Yeah. Cool. I, I'll just quickly add: Blue Origin launched their their Shepard um, launch vehicle. This is a a human based um uh, launch vehicle to to low orbit. It got up to about three hundred fifty thousand feet. Um, we're probably going to see more and more Blue Origin launches over the next month as it accelerates towards commercial human spaceflight, and estimates peg probably the cost of going up there uh, for one of us to about 250 grand. So Simone, you still got a chance. Yep, 250 grand. Let's get it done. The
0: VR Minute, virtual reality. This week, so the Oculus Go is out. (laughs) No, let's not reach out that territory. Next story. Uh, This is there are two stories I want to talk about in the VR minute. Aside from Go, Uh, one a CNET report that found super interesting that uh, their sources from Apple Mm -hmm. claim that Apple is working on in virtual reality and augmented reality. Again, they could be just two sides of the same coin a r headset we'll call it uh with two eight k panels that's crazy now i don't i that must be a misquotation or mis i don't it doesn't sound like it. i mean they certainly don't name their
1: source, but it appears that that is uh apple's i wouldn't be game, surprised given that they're
2: the, a target for twenty twenty so yeah that far out that's reasonable to consider two that's 8K. not that far out two years it's pretty far out man <laughs> two years for we're two,
0: the the rift is two years old. And we don't have 4K as a standard yet. It's
1: pretty close. I I think it's pretty close. Uh, but for a
0: sync one and that's 4K for both eyes. 8K. This is 8K for two eyes. No. For each eye. That's. No. So what's the Pimax? The Pimax at most 8K total for both eyes.
1: So the Pro, the one we didn't get to try was 4K each, each eye. This yeah. is this God. is 8K
0: each eye. I mean, this insane. I, I don't think that's
1: that's insane. I mean, not only like. There's so many questions about that. Like, how do you drive that many pixels? Which, how, how do you create the content for that many pixels? Right,
0: right. And we know there's a difference between the rendering resolution and the, and the display resolution. And you can do a lot of vector graphics. Yeah. Uh, but just the physical technology, I don't even know if that's possible. Right. Well, I mean, they certainly can
1: prototype. They, they have the most amazing prototyping tools in the world.
0: Now, if they're AR, they won't be big screens anyway. They'd be small. They'd be yeah. projected re- retinal images. Ah. Right? Yeah. So they wouldn't be the panels in the same way that we think of panels in a, a VR headset.
2: So why will it need to be 8K if they're projected anyways? That's a really good
0: question. Because if it's projected, then all you need is high fill, fac- fill factor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's, maybe it's maybe more about field of view. Just, maybe this is just
2: a, a, a fancy term that I got attached to this project. I think it's, I think
0: it's misqu-
2: misquotation. Well, it's not an announcement. No, (laughs) no, no, no. This (laughs) is some internal rumor kind of stuff.
0: Uh, The other story I want to talk about, and this one is also from a CNET story, is uh, reports that Oculus is working on an immersive theater experience, a one-to-many immersive theater experience. What's that mean? Uh, Like big screen? No, no, like uh, the Speakeasy Oh. or um, the Invisible Hours. What do you mean one-to-many? So remember The Invisible Hours? Yeah. Uh, where it was a scripted, immersive theater VR game mm-hmm. um, where you got to watch a play act out and, and be in that world. Uh, this is, would be like that, I presume, except as opposed to scripted movements and audio mm-hmm. and downloaded audio, you're watching streamed performances. Most performance-captured actors and voices and where they would be in some soundstage, mm-hmm. all wearing performance capture hardware. Live? Live. Live? Live. That's interesting. That is, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they would need it to be right live. I don't, I don't know what the benefits of that are unless you're changing up the performance every time. And well, what's,
1: what's the difference between Saturday night live being
0: live and being pre-recorded? you get the the tension exactly. of of something potentially going wrong yeah. and because this is VR and they can do a broadcast one to many i presume if you have you know a cast of actors and they're they're doing a, an event and you buy a ticket to it uh you don't get to directly interact with these people you're just in your instant you're just getting that stream to you maybe with you and a few local friends i'll bet there's some interaction something really Something like h q you know like something like right you right. tap you tap, you, you tap a button and then they get feedback and that 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 would be really interesting where like if if you had ten thousand users signed in to play at once and there is a moment where you have to choose red or green button, and the most the more people would choose one button that that can change the response for an actor mm-hmm. I could see that being yeah that, that being a, a a cool use of interesting of live um I like that they're experimenting in this space it, it, it's uh it's a I think it's a it's a novel use of VR um, you know it takes advantage of presence it takes advantage of this you know definitely the trend of immersive theater experiences um, I don't think it would make sense if it was just def- one to one to one mm-hmm. you know five people get to go in there to a theater experience 20 people get to go in a theater experience and the five actors play just for them it needs to be broadcast one to many yeah because it's we- to, to work economically
1: We've tried to compare. We've tried to say, well, how does theater work in virtual reality? Like, can you just sit and watch a performance? Mm-hmm. And they've done that, like with yeah. Henry and some of the other Oculus. What were they called? Uh, story. Studios. Yeah, Story Studio. Yeah. Um, those experiences were almost dramatic in a way where you were, mm-hmm. we're a, not a participant, just an observer. Right. But maybe we needed more than that. And so maybe I like that they're experimenting with how to push that even further.
0: Well, the other thing is that, which we haven't had um, from Facebook, the third parties have done this, is just scheduled events. You know, big screen, try to do scheduled events and they're going to do a lot more in yeah. terms of shared, uh, just appointment-based VR social experiences. Alt
2: space can never make that work.
0: I, th- I think it's going to be an important part of getting VR The Reggie Watts stuff was pretty successful. It was pretty
2: great. And nothing really ever lived up to that.
0: A lot of it is h- how the performers, how, how, how that's being um, captured, too. Yeah. I don't think it can be someone just wearing a headset on the same headset on the other side. They need to be fully performance-tracked. They need, the system needs to support hmm. them being more, more fidelity on their part. That's interesting, because everyone else could benefit from that. Exactly. That's interesting. Right, right. I don't imagine the people on the stage just wearing Oculus headsets. They may wear the heads, but their bodies I think have to be fully mm-hmm. tracked, yeah, and they got to develop you know you to make the the game work for that, finally, I booted up echo arena the other day how because was new lobby you
1: told me there was a new lobby, yeah. and it's cool it's very cool uh there's it's more user friendly so there's ways to learn how to play the game right there in the lobby, how to use the you know the i don't know, I forget what they call the catapults and how to play there's a larger pretend play field in there. But there is this uh, area that's blocked off under construction. Yes. Echo Combat. They told us that this was under um, development. Mm-hmm. I forget when. Maybe it was in the fall. Yeah, yeah. the we'll last see Oculus Connect or something. But apparently it's going to be built in to Echo Arena. That's the news.
2: It's that's be- amazing.
1: Well, it's great because it means it's going to be free for everyone. Who and I also love that if
2: they're teasing it, it, it can't be that far away.
1: They're going to demo it at E3. So fingers crossed uh, we'll be there for one day. Hopefully we'll get our hands on it I can't wait what could combat mean
0: as a different thing than arena
1: the same thing you thought right when you played the echo arena Like how
0: fun would this game be with a pistol?
1: Yeah, It's got to be right. I mean in zero G.
0: Yeah, you're hiding around corners You're pushing yourself, and then you're sniping people
2: Yeah, Yeah. oh my god. What if you got two weapons and started spinning? <laughs> what if we held on to each other and spun? Whoa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm probably more excited for anything Echo Arena related uh, than. They
0: anyway. should just keep on expanding that world. Yeah. Make games, make, but like build out that space station. There's, there's value. That's, that's the metaverse. They got the locomotion figured out. Exactly. Testing this week. Hey, what have you guys been
2: testing? Is this it? Yeah, we don't have a, a song for this, so we're just going to... This is spoiler time? This is it. Spoiler time. No, the other one, the middle. Can I change... The, oh, okay. Why uh, do we have to oh, do well, that? Well. We're not coming
0: back.
1: This is a waste of time. So if, if you haven't seen Infinity War and you don't want to hear spoilers, thank you for listening. <laughs> what did
0: you do,
2: Kishore? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's all over the place. What but... did you
0: do? If you're watching the video, if you're li- just listening to the audio, Kishore is messing with our lights and he's
2: giving us seizures, just leave it off. All right. Spoiler time. I have been holding this in since the premiere. <laughs> I have I have not spoiled it for anybody. All I told Norm when he was walking into his premiere was listen for the voice, which was a mild spoiler. A yeah, mild but, spoiler. No, I, I don't fine. feel bad. What it. are you the, talking about? The be, blue man? Uh, no, 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 Red no. Skull, which is just an amazing cameo. Amazing. Amazing cameo that came out of nowhere. I realized yeah. it,
0: it was just enough of a teaser, sure, that when I realized it, I wasn't disappointed because the moment I realized it is when they showed his face, and yeah. so I, I had the satisfaction no, yes,
2: and then yes, and so it, it, was, it was a good hint. Oh. Well, we've all seen this movie. Uh, I have seen it five times in five different formats, so I've seen it 3D, 2D, same theater, 3D IMAX, uh, Dolby, and XD. Your opinion matters the most, no, no. offense. But he had Thanos yeah, at
1: his yes, wedding.
0: Yes, I, I want. I want to hear Kishore's opinion. So lay it wh- on us. What
2: did you think the first time you saw it? The first time I saw it, I was I was a nervous wreck, and I kind of I thought there were there was like three or four moments that I thought really stuck out. Captain America first appearing was so satisfying at that train station. Mm. It was so brilliant, and I thought. Um, how they, they had him uh, show up was, was awesome. Thor coming onto the battlefield was also that that moment, that Avengers moment that yeah. we're always waiting for. Uh, the Red Skull cameo really caught me off guard because I, I felt like I had this movie pegged from the sorts material. Hmm. But that Red Skull cameo I, just came out of nowhere for me. Red and
1: Skull it, is the character that guards the Soulstone
2: area, right? In, in this movie. He's really Captain America's arch nemesis. Okay. Know? And what uh, a, just,
0: I like that it was just a cameo. It wasn't like now let's put him in the story nope. and have him be a, a recurring character. No, it was just like it was a nice epilogue and, that uh, that was
2: a connective tissue f- to the first Avenger. And it also kind of because of the way he was shrouded, kind of was a nod to the Mistress Death character in the comic books, which would never made sense in this story. Uh, I love the, the beginning and the end of this film were both callbacks to the Infinity Gauntlet series, both the beginning and the end. Hmm. They're both like very close to the actual comic strips. I lo- adore that. But at the end of the day, they got Thanos as a, a villain, no doubt, a villain that had emotional depth to him. And I thought when Red Skull said, those tears are not... Um, uh, for him and then throws Gamora off. I was bought in. And if you're bought in at that moment, I think this was a good movie. Um because that that's where the resonance of his character. He is he's a villain that is trying to kill off half the universe, but he does it with his wit and he has heart, too. The best
1: villains don't think they're villains, and they play that well. And you're right, I agree with you, but you also said before we started shooting podcasts that you wished that they had developed his relationship with Gamora so that you could buy that a little easier.
2: Yeah, I thought the two things they did wrong, and this isn't necessarily they did wrong in this film. They had 18 other films to do this in, <laughs> is to set his motivation for killing off half the universe. And I don't think that ever I got that fully came through. I had no idea that wh- exposition why he would was do that. was an hour was a minute and 30 seconds. It's all mean, I when
0: they're on Titan and he shows the. Uh, past and like they yeah. call me mad then overpopulation it was they, no they it's actually it on up it, up a couple
2: it, times you it, no, it was on it was i thought it was best done on the ship when he's talking to gamora where he says he says how their civilization the universe is out. finite yeah there's finite resources sure. and too many mounts to feed
1: uh well and he says all your people are now living in paradise yes
0: absolutely
2: and i felt like it's better than us, in the comics in the
0: comics he takes oh, the silver rigid. surfer to tokyo he's like look how busy this overcrowded the city is and how overpopulated. And then Silver Surfer is like, but this is Tokyo during rush hour. (laughs) Literally
2: (laughs) like cosmic beings. That is not the best moment in comic (laughs) history. But literally elegant in the films felt like they could have set up that motivation in Guardians when He's talking to Ronan. They they had opportunity to set up his motivation. What I like as a so, universe killer
1: so much about the other eighteen films mm-hmm. is that they didn't explicitly tell this story. Is that they led up to this story so sneakily? Yes. That no one else who's people like me who don't know the comics didn't even didn't even care. Like had
2: no idea that this whole, all these threads were being sewn. Uh, and uh, as you alluded to, I felt like it could have been more explicit how much he loved Gamora. Mm. I I think it came through in a couple scenes how much it meant to him, but that flashback scene didn't pay that off enough for me. Yeah, Because all of a sudden he's like, oh, you're a fighter. Yeah, you're my daughter now. Like I felt like that was a little rushed, and I wanted to get just a a hint more why Gamora meant so much to him.
0: Well, especially since there's also the other children of Thanos. And so you have a little bit of like, what does it mean for, like, these four acolytes to also be his children? But, yes, he also has Nebula and Gamora as the children he raised. Oh, you like, don't were think they
1: equals? All, they're not
0: all adopted? I mean, I'm sure he adopted all of them. But, okay. like, what, what? Like, are there tiers of, like, were the, the four acolytes, that were the, the the bruisers that the Avengers fought in this film, were those just the, like, the the followers of Thanos as opposed to the people he took in? Because i didn 't feel any connection between them and Thanos either, mm-hmm. like other than them you know being in the room with him in the beginning of the film
2: as somebody that was incredibly invested in the story, the way I thought it was going to go was that he's going to kill Captain America at the end, and after he kills Captain America he's going to take the stone out of vision 's head um, and uh and it was going to end on that on that that sort of climactic moment of watching Captain America dead on the ground. And what they did to take all of the build-up and set the scene with the trailers that Iron Man and Captain America are going to die and flip that on our, on us so that those are the characters that are alive.
0: It was brilliant. Did you, were you disappointed that they didn't give Cap his round shield back? Oh, it's coming. Where Thanos slams his fists onto the round shield and cracks it like in Tony Stark's nightmare in Age of Ultron. We've
2: seen this scene. That scene from Ultron has to be in the next movie,
0: where they're on. See, that's a, I was disappointed there was no floating space precipice that Thanos that's, is known for. That's
2: sanctuary we the saw th- it in at the end of Avengers. It 1. It was all in beginning the beginning of Avengers, Avengers One. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I, that's what I associate with Thanos. This asteroid that is that he, he hangs out in. None of that. You you see a ship here. You see his his home planet. You see mm-hmm. Titan. You see the farmland.
2: The farm he's gonna go. You know <laughs> he's gonna rest in. Um, I, I know Adam said it, but um, Brolin's performance is is really good, and to sell that character because that's a hard character to sell. I love the humor. The humor really landed on opening night in a way that it that it it doesn't as much as the film goes on. The humor from everybody, yeah,
1: yeah. But on Brolin's character, his performance, I think that was so well captured by the. CG artists as well. Mm-hmm. Like what they're doing performance capture now that is beyond the uncanny valley and I i love that that's mm-hmm. a possibility.
2: The torture scene of Nebula sticks. Um uh, and I think... Oh, my God. What brutal. Brutal. It's brutal. And it, that's it works the, in 3D, too. It, yes, it does. It is shocking in 3D, how they laid that out visually, but also the emotional resonance. I wanted to see more of Ebony Ma doing that same thing to Doctor Strange. Mm. Oh, and, is that the bad wizard? Uh, yeah, Ebony Ma was sort of the preacher kind of character. I loved his character. I was sad He's, to see him go. Yeah, I was disappointed in that, because... In the comics, you get Ebony Ma and Dr. Strange having this real battle, and Ebony Ma wins and kind of corrupts Dr. Strange's mind and kind of turns him. And so I thought that's what, where they were going. As soon as he got the reality stone, I knew he was going to assemble the gauntlet. Um, Which one's the, the reality? Is the the, the reality stone was the one on Nowhere That's uh, Benicio del Toro. Uh, you knew that he was going to? He was going to get them all.
0: In oh I mean, yeah no, definitely there's, there was no way this movie was going to end without
1: I don't know him not getting them all because you know there's going to be a part two and that's got to be something I figured maybe it was the rest of the stones I didn't know when this movie was going to end I thought that was one yeah. of the most interesting things I thought it was
0: going to end three or four times mm-hmm. that's and, and I don't know if that's a good thing because that showed this movie it's so many moving components they need to resolve or come to some ending to all of those yeah and Thanos can only be in certain, the yeah, fight with Thanos on Earth, fight with Thanos on Titan, fight with Thanos on Thor's ship. It's a like, lot for the viewer to keep in a mind. a lot. It
2: was, yeah. it was a lot, but they kept the tone of all of those characters from the movies that preceded them in mind. We got that when the Guardians were introduced. We got the ridiculousness of Ragnarok with Thor and the way he kind of talked. We, right. we got very um, Iron Man, Doctor Strange arrogance. I saw this joke on Twitter, and I feel like it is the missed opportunity, that no one said, uh, no shit, Sherlock's, to both of them when Tony Stark and Doctor Strange were together. Mm. Yeah, okay. Third, Come on, that's yeah, funny. Fourth wall. That's good. No? No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was uh, super impressed just from a technical standpoint that they were able to have such a large cast. I mean, what other film has been made like this? with so many characters and every one of them is fleshed out with the right lines and they they're all emoting properly they have so little time to to, to give them any kind of character development
0: there were a few like war machine and uh sam wilson who yeah. were just like yeah they, they didn't need to yeah, be there they weren't real characters um they they, they moved even, the plot along
2: even thunderbolt ross showing up there was just sort yeah. of moving yeah. things forward uh, and you could say I was even Black Widow didn't have a lot to do.
0: I, I liked her line. It. She's not alone. I thought that was that was nice. Right, but there's yeah. And so I said this on the other podcast. So much of this movie is on the strength of oh my god, they didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. These people didn't know each other. Yeah. And I'll go back to what I read on Twitter. This is wrestling. This is just it's WWE <laughs> and WWE. It's 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 the big wrestling events. WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. It's all the storylines coming together. It's all the foils. And who's going to come out with the belt? And then you got to wait till next year for next WrestleMania. So, how can anybody defeat Thanos? Well, who is it just going to be Thanos in the next movie? All those acolytes are dead. His other children. Yeah. So, who are they punching? Uh, can not he make more?
1: Can he do uh, anything? That's not as interesting. You
2: don't, you, uh, didn't Natasha say you can't punch your way out of this one? I don't think they punched their way out of this one. So, what kind of movie is it? People expect the punching. Well, I mean, there will be punching uh because there has to be at some point because we're back to the original avengers now plus like rocket and and you know war machine and a couple other people but essentially this is the avengers and nebula and gamora getting their revenge upon him uh and so they're gonna, i do think they're going to have to not fight him i think at some point they're going to have to reason with him well huh. that's
0: that's the last scene of the movie They've that's got a, not the two hours preceding that, two I think and, have, and a half hours preceding
2: it,
1: it's got to be a, an infiltration. It's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> it's a heist movie. That's <laughs> it's what a, it's, movie? it's a heist yeah. for the gem. That's
0: what I want. While Thanos is sleeping on his farm, mm-hmm. gonna sneak in That'd and steal a gem one great. at a time. <laughs> what I love is that it's in the comics and in and um, you know in the, in the movie the gems are all powerful, right? And mm-hmm. so you have this huge power disparity. You already you're talking about Hulk level fighter, Hulk level Hulk strength, like like. The most strongest beings that if a Hawkeye was here, Hawkeye would get crushed. His mind would be broken again. Um, but they limit that power by showing that Thanos can only activate the gems when he when he makes the fist. I like that. And they fought him by holding his hand open. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the p- power is limited by his mind. You know, the the power gem theoretically, if you had it, you could wipe out an entire civilization. But he used it to push people aside, pull a moon in, but he can not even pull the full moon in, right? It was all, it was like willpower. It was a Green Lantern ring. I I like that aspect of it. The reality, he changed reality, but only when he was there. So you think they'll use those limitations to their advantage? Well, the the writers have to use, have to have those
2: limitations. Otherwise, uh, Also how it was written in the comics, uh, is that the weakness of the Infinity Gauntlet is the wearer of the gauntlet.
1: Mm. What about all the people that died?
2: Uh, So I think there's some perm debts. I think Loki, Heimdall... Yep, are gone.
0: What an end for um, Tom Hidd- Middles- Hiddleston. Who's, who's I that? think he did Loki. Well. I, I mean, I, like
2: at beginning of the movie. That's it. I loved how he went out. I I thought um, I expected him to go out, and uh, how he went out. The also his warning to Thanos was also accurate because wearing the Infinity Gauntlet is to become god. Yeah, and and his warning was was I think well heeded. Idris Elba never really got he much. Said you will never be in a god. any of this. You will never of be. Of god. Yeah.
1: But Danica made the point that everyone who died has an active franchise. You yep. lo-
0: you lost Spider Man. Just, just made a brand new movie. Black Panther. They already the next movie's confirmed. Uh, you lost uh well, Doc Strange probably won't get a second movie. Is that um, you think not? I think he will. I think yeah, that he wants to are, on, run on the flip side that all the people survived have their contracts are up exactly so I'm
1: wondering if maybe they're going to flip it like yes. somehow yes. Yes. somehow like we go to the reality where everyone who died is
2: alive no yes. no, no no I think oh we've... I think he's right I think I think this the heist idea isn't so far off I think we're an escape movie I think we're going to soul world and spending a lot of time there but the heck is that Soul World is where all those dead people are. Except so you're saying... Soul World is that scene at the end where after he activates the gauntlet and he sees the child Gamora, he's inside the Soul Stone. Yeah, that was
1: a weird scene.
2: I think everyone that evaporated got transported inside the Soul Stone. You think Stone. it's going to make Back to the Future 2? Wait, <laughs> is that the train one?
0: No, that's the one where mm-hmm. Marty McFly goes to the past and and sees him himself. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of introspection. Because oh, right. you're yeah. right. The people that died, the actors that that died, there aren't enough other characters to fill out a full Avengers crossover movie. You're not going to hire Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana and and all the other Guardians and and Benedict Cumberbatch just to be revived at the end of part two. Mm-hmm. They've got to do something in the in for the duration of part two. I think it'll be a second act, end of first act reveal where Spider-Man is with Gamora, Star Lord, Doctor Strange, Strange who everyone who died, Bucky, like Doctor Strange didn't die. He did. He did? He yeah. did. Wow. All of them are gonna be somewhere together. And They're there in have soul been world. there have been I don't know if we want to go into next movie sportaries, there have been set photos from the filming of part two that indicate I don't know. Should I say this? <laughs> this is a should pre-spoiler.
1: I in, should I indicate? Should I don't I, know. Maybe we save this for the end of this discussion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go for
2: it. They We're indicate inspired. they're
0: in the movie. Oh, really? And they indicate that they'll do be some. They'll, that they'll be maybe revisiting past events that we've seen. Okay. In the uh, 18 movies. So not necessarily alive. Maybe, maybe. Maybe just flashbacks. Flash. Flashbacks or time travel. Time travel. That's where that Back to Future Two uh, reference. That's, did they film these concurrently? They did.
2: Well, they filmed Most parts concurrently. Yeah, I um, I'm really satisfied in this. I mean, we've known for I don't know six, seven years that Kevin Feige wanted an Empire film, and I think he delivered a who, gut punch. Who is that? Kevin Feige is a sort of the president of Marvel Studios. Mm. That is the architect of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he has long said he wanted an Empire Strikes Back. And he gut punched the crowd. There are audible gasps in theater when it ended, when it ended. Uh, Adam did turn to me at the end of that movie, except he said that was really fucked up. Um, Yeah. And uh, I I realized I was sad. I didn't realize it for like an hour (laughs) till after
1: I was was on my way over here. We watched it this afternoon. We then had lunch. I had conversations with my family. And then I got on the train to come here, and I was like, what am I feeling?
2: This is mm. sadness. I uh, when but I but is it so, real death? It, right. I mean, it's not, and it's going to get cheated. But I think you're going to feel sad next year. I was worried when I didn't love the whole Stormbreaker thing. Not those scenes were great; they're fine, but that that felt like a MacGuffin to me. Like, oh, we have a we just built a new axe that can kill him. Um, it, if it just felt easy, and so when he hits him with it, I was like, oh, this is an easy way out and then when they don't do that i thought that was such an incredible choice from marvel to do that they needed a second movie though no but to, but there there he could have escaped and they you know there's mm. lots of directions they could have go they went but they let him kill everyone yeah um and i thoroughly enjoyed um that that twist on us uh i will say it's it's by no means the best Marvel movie. I think it's probably like 4 or 5 somewhere in there. It's qu- quite different. It's tr- also structurally.
0: like It feels like in a the, the genre is an event movie. Yeah. Like the genre, you couldn't say like the Winter Soldier, spy thriller. Absolutely. Like taking our hero, our favorite characters and putting them in film like film genres, you know, like a western or like a comedy, buddy at comedy. This is just event movie. Things happening. Big things happening is the genre, Um, which I'm not sure I'm I'm super into. Well, it's kind of a finale in a sense, too. Yeah. Like, I'm more excited for period piece, Captain Marvel.
2: Yeah. Um, You know, more excited for- Those are self-contained movies. Yeah. This is something more than that. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a place for this kind of movie. It's not a place that you can... Ha- you, you can't have this movie every year. You can't even have this movie every couple years. It has to be pretty spaced out. And they paid it off. They really did. And frankly, Thanos is the hero, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the hero wins um, i actually stood up at the, the end of the, the protagonist the, maybe i, I actually stood up, so up at the so end it? of the second time i saw it and just raised my fist in the air because <laughs> i was like he won guys he won and i walked around to people and i was like yes I w-. and then i started going i won How do you explain to children
1: that you're such a fan of this man who wants to wipe out half of the life in the universe?
2: Look, I have to admit that I got some worrisome texts from my sister and then (laughs) I had to have a hard conversation with my wife after she watched this movie, and she was like, you like that guy? I mean, you can appreciate him as a whole person with his
1: own sense of reality and priorities Mm -hmm. that are... on some level, relatable, but you don't actually agree with no, Thanos, of do you? No, Good. I mean,
2: my wife was like, you know, there are some white nationalists out there that have similar feelings than Thanos, and <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, we have some problems. Then, but, they're not they're not random. Thanos is random in his right. Yes. Okay. Um, it, I told I love this character because he was the first villain that had that I came across that had depth and had was didn't just win by his by his brawn, but one, but with his mind. And that didn't totally translate to what we saw on film. He did outsmart them uh, in in places. But uh, that's the character I fell in love with in the comics. And uh, I I thought they they did the best they could with a ridiculous source to elevate it in a screen that made sense in a larger universe.
0: Do you think that for... I don't know if Jeremy's the perfect analog for this, but for a mainstream moviegoer who maybe didn't know Thanos' origins, watched the 18 Marvel movies, do you think that when um, the hammer, like there are two false endings to this film: the Scarlet Witch killing Vision, breaking the the uh, the mind gem, mind stone, and so Thanos potentially not getting all six then, and also Thor throwing Stormbreaker into Thanos' chest, Do you think people at those moments thought that's the end of the movie? We won. Good guys want. Jeremy, did you think that? I did. You yeah.
1: did. I, I thought that. Gosh, I, I thought the movie was going to end several times. When you thought,
0: you thought like when Scarlet Witch blew up Vision, that was a huge, this very um, emotional moment, right, for her character, right, killing, you know, that who was closest to mm-hmm. her, um, for th- trading trading lives essentially. You thought that was potentially an ending. I did. And then also when Thor comes in and then throws a hammer, hits Thanos chest, you thought that's it. They beat him. That's pretty he close to them. the ending. Okay. And then it wasn't that at all. Yeah, wow. I mean, there, I
1: I thought it might end when they were uh, fighting him when Spider Man and uh, Iron Man oh, were fighting wow. him like way back way then before. Wow, because I wasn't checking my watch. I didn't know what time it was. And it was, wow. but it was a long movie, right? It's over two, two hours. hours
2: and forty minutes. There is nothing wow. more villainous than after Vision dies that first time, him patting Scarlet Witch's head. And offering, like, sympathy. Child. child. Yeah. I love it. I, I, that line is going to resonate in my head. Like, he has a few of those lines. The I feel, I only feel you? Or, uh, he's like, I understand, child. Not and, like, you know, he offers... No idea. He offers, now like, no sympathy or empathy in these now moments. Is no time at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great well, line. But there's, there's I a, mean, that line's ridiculous.
0: I but love I mean, like, that
1: line. There's a moment when, is it T'Challa's sister, the Wakandan engineer? Yeah where she's working on him and she's rapidly trying to finish yeah. and we're led to believe she didn't oh i she think didn't. she might have finished but she did something she she closed the the, the program exactly so what did she do oh, i mean she, moved she
2: the was this out no no see if the, the problem is if she, if she grew up on iPhone X that's not the way to close a window guys that's like that's like that's more of an Android card swipe uh, no I think she finished I think that's one of those things <laughs> mm-hmm. that I think she did finish uh, in that Vision is alive
0: this movie is tra- this, in the same way that like Game of Thrones has transport problems and time dilation problems this movie has that too Sure. Like spaceships going you know there's so much going on juggling like the time it takes for one ship for rocket and thor to go to the star and how long it takes for when thanos could just teleport everywhere because he has the the space stone but no he still needs to wait 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 till the action's the right moment then teleport in
2: i do appreciate how the scene started out a certain length and they were all like reasonably about the same length and then they start to shrink Mm. And they shrink and they shrink and that's they shrink, thing. and then there's more and more traveling in between places yeah. with a dynamicism. It makes you feel like a little frenetic coming up to the to the conclusion. I really uh, like also Benicio del Toro.
0: <laughs> oh, magnificent! But, but that was one of my favorite lines, and we uh, every time magnificent, magnificent. I, is that the one clapping? Of his, is the that,
2: clapping. that one of his uh, idiosyncrasies? Does he do no, that?
0: it's just a great performance. Oh yeah, I liked him there much more than I did. in... I
2: mean, head. that's Thanos's. Performance. If we're being right, honest, exactly. sure, sure. But yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and did you see? Um, do you see our our never nude friend Tobias Fünke? I did, not, say, Funky, I did not, not see the Fünke. <laughs> the, <laughs> there is this weird Easter egg where the Roosters worked on Arrested Development and had uh, that character Tobias Fünke in one of the collector's containers. And you said in, th- as a blue person. The Blook's truck. Oh, that was in uh, Civil War. Yeah, at the airport. Ah, uh, yes the uh,
0: the stair stair car Bluth, not Blook. Blue, mm-hmm.
2: yes, yes,
0: Car. I mean, where would you
1: put this movie at the end of the day in the Marvel? Better than any recent Star Wars movie.
0: <laughs> whoa, <laughs> it is. Well, it made definitely. Oh, whoa. Hey, we really missed that top story this week. How much money this movie made?
2: It made a hundred million, eighty million dollars <laughs> on the nose.
0: <laughs> Maybe between Saturday and Sunday. Hey. Uh, uh, Two hundred
2: and fifty-eight million dollars, biggest dollars opening of, of all time. time, biggest
0: Saturday of all time. What biggest was the Sunday of all time? Last Jedi, uh, Force Awakens at two hundred and forty-seven. And huh. yep. made a cool eleven million dollars more. And I was only responsible Awakens. for
2: six million of that, <laughs> from what I can tell. <laughs> That's nuts. That's uh, crazy.
1: It is crazy. I mean, it's a movie you recommend. It's got everything you hope I, for.
2: I actually thought the reason I, I mean, I. I didn't think it was only going to make 180. I did that to kind of set my expectations, but I thought the reason it wasn't going to make that much is partially because it was long. I was expecting something that was long, and that makes it harder to get people, you know, through the movie. And it's early in the season. You know, it's April. Yeah, no, it's May now. But I mean, school's
0: not out for for college and for a lot of kids, and uh, it is a long movie. uh, But you know. It's 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 kind of as a must see. It's an event movie, but for me, this,
2: this is in the upper echelon of Marvel movies. It, it's probably not as good as Ragnarok or Black Panther for me. They really hit a stride, I yeah. think,
0: with uh, Winter Soldier, and once yeah. and and that still is my high bar. Uh, I rewatch a bunch of old ones, like the first Thor, which I like liked a lot when it came out.
2: I can oh, barely it's not watch that even now. not even close. Barely. I yeah. mean, Redford could do a little more in Winter Soldier, but like that is my high bar movie too. Avengers One, just because it has so many moments that are I think a lot of you got to credit Joss Whedon's writing. Yep, yeah, and I think
0: the in you felt the inelegance in some of the writing uh, here because Joss Whedon almost every line is elegant. But he didn't write this one. He there. didn't write this one. He
2: did yeah. do Ultron,
0: though. He did. And that one has a lot of the same mm. elegant writing.
2: I don't know. Ultron's a little messy on rewatch.
1: I want to see this one again because of the complexity. I'll go There's... again. <laughs> that doesn't surprise
2: me. Uh, you know what else I want to see? In 24 days. we got another Star Wars movie. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Solo. Sign me up for that. Yeah. I will say there is nothing as enjoyable as your favorite character being a villain from youth for like 30 years. Yeah. And he's on top of the universe for a whole year now.
0: Thanos will return in 2019. That's, but we have other Marvel movies in between. We do. A uh, new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp was just released today. So that is, I don't know when that's going to be set. I right. presume before the events of Infinity War. Uh, okay. And Half the people are gone, but let's not acknowledge yeah, it. exactly. And then um, there's also Captain Marvel, which is, I believe, early next year. They're filming that right now. Mm-hmm. Very exciting times. That does it for us for this week's episode of This Is Only a Test. Uh thank you all for listening as always. Uh we have an outro, Jeremy? We will. sometime. Um, soon. Ooh, this was just submitted three hours ago. Oh, let's
2: listen uh, to it. Uh, I hope it's a Thanos Forever <laughs> clip.
1: <laughs> Justin Ika A Speed.
2: Hi there, I didn't see you. Tested.
0: this is going to be a terrible camera our souls in the machine now all right
2: it took a picture
0: yeah i look so sad
2: now we when we, now when we die we go straight to hell <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> Thanos power punch